I'm Brandon. I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm Greg, and I'm a Chelsea fan. I'm JD, and I'm an Atletico fan. And this is... Indirect Kick! We are so back. The voice that you hear is the Westender Greg. I'm the Highbury Hunk, aka a Lucha Acosta, Acosta Stan. <laughs> That's and aka a Wayne Rooney believer. We'll get into that. Um, let's do some housekeeping. Um, fortunately, Brian, we had a mix up in communication with Brian. Sorry to Brian. Uh, we were getting beer, and so Brian's not here. But, uh, you know, we're drunk, so we had to drink. But, <laughs> but, um, but um, yeah, housekeeping. Uh, you probably noticed that Juan Diego hasn't been on the pod consistently. Um, there's been rumors that I started to make buzz for the podcast that we had beef, and I was talking all this shit about Juan Diego. There's no beef. He moved. He's now our not only our man in Madrid, but our man in the desert. So... We're working out the schedule. He probably won't be on the podcast as much, but, you know, he's the only person on the podcast with a team in the Champions League. Um, so, um, yeah, so we're going to have to bring him on for some Champions League. we got to get that, that Spanish flavor in here. Because um, we're going to be, we're just going to talk about the Premier League. Well, I mean, what, what, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about everything. We'll, but. We'll, no, we'll talk about everything, but, like, we're going to be focused on, like, the Premier League because that's the league we watch. Right, right, right. There's no Juan Diego here to stop us from just being British. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. There's nobody here to stop us now. It's like the Premier League's a joke or whatever he says. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so we're gonna get into it. Obviously, uh, Greg. Um, I think the intro outed you as a Chelsea fan and outed me as an Arsenal fan. So maybe we'll, we should get into that. Um, we should. Yeah, but first. We're going to talk about something else that went around. Um, we're going to talk about that first, and then we're going to talk about... I went to Audi Field last week. I'm going to give my experience about that. And then um, we're, uh, we'll, we'll talk about... Uh, let's talk... Sorry. Well, let's talk about some things that happened outside of soccer. Big thing is uh, La Liga started. Uh, it started on Friday. Um, Messi looked good. Barcelona looks good. They look like they're the clear favorites. Uh, Atleti, unfortunately... They got a point. They got a result. You know, it's first game of the season against Valencia. Valencia, a tough team. They just signed your boy Michi Michi Batuayi. Yes, they uh, did. Or got him on loan. Uh, Chelsea will never sign anyone long term. Apparently, <laughs> no. But um, yeah, uh, you know, it's a tough game. It's a tough first opponent. I can relate to that. So Juan Diego, if you're out there listening, you know, don't be feel too bad. I have my team has zero points in two games. You have one point in one game, so that's better than no points. Um, but uh, a big thing that broke before the Liga started was the Liga is going to come here to America, or North America. They're going to go to Canada, too. Um, uh, not just like a preseason game, not this BS inter- inter- con- 
I cannot talk today. See, we're out of practice. In- indirect cunt? Is that what you just said? <laughs> that's not what I was saying. No, I was trying to say the international champions. Cunt. International champions. Cunt. Um, that's our that's our one curse word we could use in the episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. We've met our quota. <laughs> yeah. Um, the you know um, it's gonna be a regular season game. They're gonna have at least one for fifteen years. Uh, how are you feeling about this, Greg? Um, just real quick, then we can get into the the big stuff. Okay, well, um, I'm not entirely sure it's going to happen because not only apparently every captain of all 20 teams in La Liga are coming together to protest. Also, you know, uh, offices of Real Madrid, for instance, literally just said when they come to us, they're going to say, no, we're not going to do it. Like what, you know, what are they going to do? Like, you know, they can't just force them to go. They're not happy about it. They The players don't like it. I would love to see them, you know, uh, here. That would be awesome, you know, selfishly. Yeah, but, um, and Juan Diego also has kind of the similar opinion, of course, because he's uh, a fan of the Liga and a fan of a, a La Liga team, Atletico Madrid, of course, if you didn't listen to the intro of this, of this podcast, which we yeah. may have to change, but for now, <laughs> that's on the intro. Um yeah. But um, and our friend, uh, a friend of mine named Matt, he's a Barca fan. Now, of course, they're excited about it in terms of seeing it here. But I have the perspective. The perspective I would give is uh, I'm a. If you guys follow the NFL, as you know, they have games in London every year. And I am I'm a, a Carolina Panthers fan, and I'm dreading the day that we lose a home game. Could you imagine if you're like, Barca, even if you're not a Barcelona fan, like a um, like an Espanol fan? Do they, they think it's really? No. Okay. <laughs> that's been your old fan and you lose a home game. That's the thing. When when you play a game here, you're losing – you could potentially lose a home game. And that's what really kind of pisses me off about the NFL playing regular season games in London is, like, you potentially lose a home game. So that's why I think it's unfair. But as a, a fan of high-level soccer, uh, I'm excited about it. And also, um, the ICC is not, is not working anymore. You can see that that's, like – most of the places didn't have sorry being gross um most of the places didn't have great attendance uh, i think they really the really big game that they sold out was at the uh, at the big house at the university of michigan i forget what game that was but most of the games were like half full in these big nfl stadiums and i think people are realizing um why should i pay an exorbitant amount of money to watch you know barcelona's c team d team when i could just you know, watch them on TV or just, you know, even go to, like, an MLS game in my city or, you know, just do other see other things. You can watch them. You know, you know what you're getting. You're not getting high quality. So, um, it's good. if it does happen, uh, then I think it'll be it'll be a huge moneymaker. I think it's going to sell out, like, every time. It's going to be great. But, um, yeah, I, I understand if you're a Spanish La Liga fan, I understand why you would be pissed off. Yeah, well, it's okay. As a fan, it's it's easy to look at this as a fan, okay? As a fan, I feel like, yeah, there's pros and cons. That part sucks, losing home games. Yeah, I get it. There's, like, good sides. But the thing is, like, for a player... Now, look, um, we, don't have to, we don't have to compare this to baseball, but traveling in Spain is, like, does not compare to traveling in USA. We have so much ground to cover, okay? So there's some sports like baseball where they do nothing but fly around the country and, you know... Not to say, like, baseball's a grueling schedule, but they're not, like, running around for 90 minutes, okay? It's like, the the uh, the effect on their season, like, why... 
I under I don't know even how many games to be honest they it's would play. One, it's one six. Oh, you mean you're talking about La Liga? La Liga. Oh, okay. Um, well, I, they say one. I think Ju- just one, one started with one. I mean, that's how it started with the London games. It started with like one game, and I'm sure if it's successful, it would be expand. Um, but let's wrap this up. So we got we got we got stuff to cover. Um, yeah. We gotta start fighting each other. You know, that's what the people want. Yeah, yeah. Of of course. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, I, I hate for it to make the the players' life harder, but yeah. Um. You know, there's definitely pros and cons, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, uh, as a greedy American, I'm excited about it, but I get why people don't like it. Um, anyway, um, one last thing. Um, so, um, there's this guy, this Portuguese player. Um, he moved to Juventus, big club in Italy. Um, his name's Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, oh! Um, pretty good player, it's pretty exciting. Um, he's made his debut against, uh, you want to do a pronunciation? Do I? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Verona. Siva Siva Verona? Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, okay. yeah, that's okay. it. I didn't know if it was like the H. The H is apparently silent. I didn't know if it was the H was silent. I was so scared of. Um like wait, wait, we we like English. That's why we like English teams. Yeah, right. <laughs> um But um yeah, he played uh Juventus had their debut game on Saturday, actually during the Arsenal Chelsea game. Uh, Ronaldo didn't score. Played okay. Um, he had a couple chances. He had a nice chance that was kind of like from outside the box where he kind of hit it hard, and, but it went right to the keeper. But you know, he's human. Um, if you're keeping go watch, uh, yep. Messi looks better. To uh, looks better this week. Scored two goals. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, what what did you think about Ronaldo? Um, you know, he's 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 just getting warmed up. You know, I mean, granted. Obviously, his, like, reputations, like, you remember, like, his first game at Man U, he's like, oh, he kills it, and his first game at Real Madrid, oh, he kills it, you know? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's okay to get settled in, like, it's one game, yeah. you know? It's a, it's under a new system, like, you, I mean... But their, but their next game is actually kind of tough, they're playing Lazio next. That's a tougher game? Yeah. Absolutely. Um... So, uh, we'll, we'll... But uh, Ronaldo always seems to rise in big moments. He, he does. He does. So, it's, um... You know, it's it's a, it's a transition. You know, it's it's not like he, he doesn't have like the youthful energy to automatically just be amazing immediately. I guess, but I'm sure he'll be amazing pretty fast because he's a relentless player. Yeah, um, they want they they did win three two. It was kind of a tough game for them, but um, I have no doubt that they'll win Serie A for the eighth time in a row. So uh, when you have. Yeah, they could do it seven times without Ronaldo. They'll probably win it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with right. Ronaldo. Right. Though, uh, the, um, Serie A, we could do, like, briefly. Some teams made some big moves. I know AC Milan, they spent a lot of money in this offseason. Um, Roma did, although they did get some Malcolm stole from them by uh, by Barca. But So it's going to be an interesting league to watch if you guys are interested. Maybe you're trying to get into soccer. Serie A might be a good league to get into. Um yeah, um, so we'll keep we'll keep our eye on the Ronaldo watch, but uh, it's time for the main event of the evening. We can't get sued if it's a terrible Bruce B- B- uh, Buffer impression, right? No, no. Yeah, it was. It's like you you don't even know it was if I didn't say anything. You know, fighting <laughs> in the red corner. I don't. And it works I can't too. Do it. You're blue. I'm red. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the game of the weekend, the marquee matchup, uh, was Chelsea Arsenal. Um, it lived up to Chelsea Arsenal. Has always seemed to live up to the hype. 
Yes. Uh, they always seem to play. The last few times they played, it have been really close games. Um, yeah, and it's kind of like the beginning of this podcast. I think we started it because of last year's um, the two-two tie, um, Chelsea Arsenal. Um, so it's kind of poetic. Yes, it um, is. But no one Diego. Yeah, no, 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 JD to <laughs> say like, haha, <laughs> you both suck. Um, but uh, your um, dumb blue team uh, happened to win. You know, they got lucky and won the game. Oh, luck! Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, but Chelsea won three two. Um, they started off really hot. Uh, they really exposed the Arsenal defense. They, uh, the Arsenal's defense looked really bad in the first uh, fifteen twenty minutes of this game. They gave up two goals off kind of. Uh, they were playing a very high line. Uh, they off like long balls. They were like really susceptible to that, and they almost gave up a third. But Peter Check, Peter Check was much better than he was in the first game. Um, we didn't really get, we didn't do a proper preview. Maybe we could t- we'll talk about the Premier League after we do the preview. Sure, I'm sure. Talk the recap, but um, yeah, uh, I th- he was bad in the game against Man City, but he was. I thought he was great. The goals he gave up were not his fault. Um, yeah, and it's just. Um, I think the problem the it's there are signs of there are signs of a good team during the game. Obviously, they came back from two down. They scored. Wobi had a really great game. Uh, he scored. He assisted. He didn't miss a big chance. But you know, you, I don't can't get mad at you if you score and you assist. Um, yeah, he had like that great back pass to Mkhitaryan where he like scored. That was a great goal. Oh yeah, it yeah. was. Um, um, think you know? I think it's just tough because it's tough because. Um, you have this new manager, and unlike Chelsea, I'm not trying to be insulting when I say right, 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 right. When I say it work, so don't get put your he's fucking putting his fist up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but Chelsea, I think is a as a club that's used to change. You know, they change managers like they change underwear. It's like you know, you've got two years and, and or maybe three, and you're out of there. You yeah, know? yeah. Now that he's won the league and won an FA Cup, and then got fired. You know, in his time there, so that you know, and even Mourinho, a guy who's one countless thing, only lasted. But that's you know, we'll talk about Mourinho. He's you know, I don't like him. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, but Arsenal has had a manager for 20, 22 years. They haven't had that many managers in their in their like li- the life of Arsenal and the history of Arsenal. So it's gonna take used to. You're playing the system. You're playing this um, high pressing. I think you really have to p- press as a team. And you can see that the Mustafi was playing way too high and got like really beat by Morata. And Morata scored. Look at him. He, yeah, he yeah, he did. Yeah, I was gonna brag about I saw the Morata miss compilation, but I can't, I can't <laughs> brag about that now. But um, you know, so sorry said I'm waiting to see the best Morata, and he, you know, I'm like, wow, he has a lot of faith because you know I watched it last year and it was hard to watch. That being said, Morata said this. He said he scored a goal and it was a weight off his shoulders. He thinks this new system is much better for him. Before it was like a lot of direct balls and up in the air. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it spoke I, – so I, I can't remember the, the stat anymore, but he made like 20, 30% of goals with his head and like 8% with his feet. And uh, this time around, he thinks that the, the build-up play will be much, much better for him. And so, hey – you know, I'm hoping you're right, and I hope like you know the the uh, pajama rama has a system <laughs> that's Chewing good for on you. His that's so, oh that's man, so cra- that's insane, dude! Seeing him in his pajamas, <laughs> that was like the almost the best part of the game. And this his, is in his polo that looks like two sizes too big. <laughs> you know, 
I mean, was it even a polo? It looked like it was just like felt pajamas. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it was, though, he you know, he uh um he made he made a very bold move. So just like you were saying, you know, uh, Chelsea was looking good for thirty minutes, scored two goals. Um, but Arsenal never looked bad. They had a lot of opportunities. Well, and, not they looked bad on defense. Not on uh, yeah, yeah, right. Um, on offense, they were able to capitalize with high press and a wide play, um, and you know they started getting the momentum back. Um, you know, I guess maybe they're a bit. Um, I don't know if there's a, uh, with the new coach for the first time. Maybe do they feel a bit nervy because they skied a lot of they missed a lot of uh, chances. Yeah, like really. Pretty easy. Like I know I'm not a professional soccer player. I'm not gonna be like you know that that person you showed me in that video. Oh, oh I could have schooled that go. Yeah, like yeah, whatever, uh, dude. Arsenal fan TV. <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be a pro. Yeah. That being said, at least in the context of being well, professional, you, you would at least get it on that. You, know? you think you would? Yeah, get some of those on target mm-hmm. and really wide open chances. Oh, um, uh, I think so. With someone of like Obama Yang's quality, I, I don't think he's, he's not gonna miss goals like that all the time. So. I just think it's like just a lapse, I mean, a lapse. Maybe he was nervous, you know. You know, it's it's a, like a new coach. Yeah. It's their first big game. Well, yeah. second or second big game. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Like, uh, sorry, you're not better than me. <laughs> I'm not better like, than Man City. City. <laughs> no, that that's true. Oh, okay, I know we're not. See, and that's what I mean. I was like, Man City, it sucks, but there's this inevitability to it in my head. It's like it's not even a big game. It's like, oh, we're fucked. Chelsea, he's like, oh, we could. Draw or actually beat Chelsea, but Man City's like, you know, <laughs> uh, I'm not saying Arsenal couldn't do it, but that's just a tall order. Man City is just insane. I just, no, it just fucking sucks, man. Because like you have this new coach and you're playing the system. I wouldn't say it's complex, but it's like very. You when you press, you have to press as a team, and you can see what like there's a play with Bellerin. I forget. I'm forgetting exactly because I have terrible memory. But like when a minute it wouldn't happen. But there's a play with Bellerin and McAteer where it's completely miscommunication and like basically Bellerin lets Marcos Alonso like run right past him. And it's like those are things that are be cleaned up. It's like you wish you could have had like Chelsea's first game to play Huddersfield to beat them three nothing. And I'm gonna be honest, like a warm yeah. It yeah. And it wasn't very impressed by it. That was like the least impressive three nothing win. So yeah. I was like, ah, we can probably at least get a point, you know. And we almost did. And then yeah, and then uh. Yeah. So one one really really you know I'm not saying it was it was like the ballsiest move ever but you know he sorry like looked at the game he's like all right we need to change momentum double substitution Kovacic and Hazard and uh, took off Ross Barkley and Willian having a good game but he was like no we need to change this up and then immediately like the build up play after they got on the field was phenomenal there was you know once again the momentum shifted. And it didn't really shift again after that. Yeah, I actually like that about Emery, too. He's not afraid to pull people who are having bad games. Although, who he starts, I question. I, I don't. I think Torreira should be starting. Uh, I think yes. Brandon Xhaka is, sucks. Like, or the, the role that he's playing is not... He's not playing the role he's playing in Switzerland. He's, they're making him play DM. And I just... He's not good at it. Like, you, you need to put, start Torreira. Um, you know... Offensively, you'll keep it the same, but I would like to have Lacazette and Aubameyang in the game at the same time. Um, put Lacazette as a main striker. Put about what we did in preseason. It didn't really work, but you know, I know people will say we're playing like you know B teams and C teams, but still, I would like to at least see how it works. And 
So this West Ham game is going to be – it's a must win in my opinion. You, or you have to get some sort of result. You can't lose three in a row. Um, we didn't look bad. I don't think we looked bad in either game, in either Man City or, or versus Chelsea. But, you know, you got to start getting results. Even You can't – you know, there's no consolation wins, you know. No, no, th- no, there isn't. Um, you know, I mean, luckily, um, he, ha- you know, uh, Emery has a maybe more of a buffer, you know, just because he's like the first new coach ever, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like, Ar- you know, Arsenal, like, people will be bitchy if, you know, they start getting really bad results. Yeah. But I think he has, like, he has some, like, buffer rooms. Like, okay, well, you, you're a first new you, coach. and If you didn't think. I think the best, well, not the best you could hope for. I mean, I think, I think you came into thinking that the Man City game was going to be an L, and we didn't look too bad against Man City. They're clearly better than everybody in the league. Um, they're clearly the favorites to win. Although we did, we both picked Liverpool to win the league. That's oh, we'll right. Stand by it. We'll stand by it. Brian, Brian, yeah, yeah, yeah Liverpool. here, but Brian, Brian picked Man City. He's probably going to be the one who's right. But I, I was like, I don't want to see Man City win again. I was like, I, I mostly did. Not, I, Man City will probably win the league, but I'd rather see like. So so play. so um, I I get it. There there's new days, and uh, you know it's not like the past dictates the future. However, there's a big precedent. I think the Champions League victory is going to psychologically be in the head of Man City this season. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you mean like they can't get over the hump of beating Liverpool? Yeah, yeah. I think. I think that they're... Well, uh, you, you, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. All I right. just want to finish my point real quick. All right. Um, so, um, what was I talking about? Um, oh, so I think you come into, if you're realistic and you're not just like the people on like Arsenal fan TV who's like, oh, I could have done that, blah, 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 blah. you got to fire yeah. him, fire him after the first game. If you're not like that, you're saying, okay, Man City, that's a loss. Let's just not get too embarrassed. Let's try and look good. And we, I think we looked okay against them. Um... Someone who I think is was not very was okay in the first game, but made some mistakes with Guendouzi. Uh, he looked great, I think, against Chelsea. And in Chelsea, the Chelsea game, you come in. I'll talk about Guendouzi in a minute. Um, the Chelsea game, you come in is like, all right, we should be able to get a point against Chelsea, maybe even mm-hmm. win. That's why I came in is like, let's just get a point. I'm not necessarily expecting to like win three nothing, but like we get a point out of that, and we almost did. I mean, you could argue that we should have. Alcazette, who I talked up, who should be starting, made a terrible pass um, where he like passed it back into like two yeah. Chelsea defenders and that yeah. led to like the Chelsea goal um, I'm a big Lacazette fan but man that's, that was bad yeah um, you know so interestingly enough both um, the 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 redhead stepchild of defense not that we had great defense uh, this game however last season the two the two uh, on each side so no chambers like no offense to him. Like, I don't mean to call players and be like, you're bad, but, you know, he was, he, he was the, uh, he was the epicenter of a lot of gaffes mm-hmm. for your team. And then Christensen, who, like, Conte was in love with because he got in, in a fight with David Luiz, he isn't there either. And I feel much better David Luiz back. I'm happy he's back in center. Um, yeah, he had a good game. Yeah, you know, I guess it's really interesting. Like, how uh, the dynamics of your personality like affect you know like can affect the you know the team you know it's just just the psychology i don't know how uh, emery has been so far but i mean he hasn't been there long enough to like start get, having feuds with players and stuff no i don't but, think i i mean from what i hear i think the players like him he's is a uh, he's um 
more of a tougher coach, like more of a hard ass. But I think they like him, and I, I think I actually read something uh, on headline. McIntyre is basically like, okay, we'll we'll get better under Embry. We we just need to get used to his system. So either players is high morale at Arsenal. Well, so it's not. That's that's good. Oh, you, you know, as much as uh, Conte did, um, you know, for whatever reason, William had a problem with him. Uh, you know, Marata said like his system like didn't work for him. He had mm-hmm. a problem with David Luiz. Um, he had a problem with Costa. Basically, like Costa was like, "I'm done. I'm going back to." Oh no, go. never mind. I thought that was Pep. I was like, "Didn't he get accused of like being racist?" I was like, "No, that's Pep. No, like, no, 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 he's no, the no. wrong coach of racism." And like, don't get me wrong. I thought. I mean, Conte was a badass. I was really happy to have him as a coach. Yeah. But you know, it's just interesting. It's. It's unfortunate, you know, there's just, like, um, personality. Like, he was such a passionate man. You saw every game, he's like, <laughs> like, yeah. freaking, you know. And I can see where, like, that passion can, like, you know, if you're really sure of yourself and passionate, and you could just clash with other players and stuff. Um, you know, it always seemed like um, the opposite for, I mean, so Emery, yeah, I'm sure it's, it's chill, but, like... Um, you know, I never saw Winger really like people like. Oh, I don't like Wingers. Like, oh, we all like Winger pretty much. Yeah, they all liked him, but I just think you know the game kind of passed him by a little bit. Oh, of, he wasn't of course, the most adjustable. Of course, I'm not guy. talking about overall performance. I'm no, just I know, talking I know, about like, I know, personality. I know. I know what you're saying. I'm saying yeah, but I, I think I, I they probably need. It's like kind of you kind of need the reverse of what you had. You know, it's either like you could either hire a coach. In sports, was like who's like okay, I'm gonna be more say like you had like a really offensive coach like okay, we need to improve on defense, so let's get a defensive guy, or you can get the same guy do the same thing if you were successful with. So I think Emery's personality is a little different than Wenger. Not necessarily that he's like they don't like him, but he's more he's not. I don't think he is as player friendly as Wenger was. Right. Well. You know, and it's it's interesting is just because you you don't have a coach changes often. There's a different expectation. Like at Chelsea, like players just like, oh, I'm fed up with this. Like after a year, yeah, or something. You know, and it's like because they just know it's going to be something different, or you know, so quickly. Well, but, the interesting thing is like because Emery is not a manager; he's a head coach, and it's like that transitioning. Arsenal is really transitioning into a modern soccer team, modern football team. Um, you know, um, I guess I'm more. Can you, can you grab me one? Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um, and, you know, we're, we're into a more modern team where, like, the balance of power, and even in we can, we don't have to get too deep in this, but in the balance of power, even in like the back room, is like changing. You know, so because you know you don't have like the, the coaches don't have as much. They're not have like the college college football coaches where they have like they do everything. It's not it's not right. as much like that anymore. Where people are going to like, okay, we're gonna have everyone do a specific thing, but um, we can talk yeah. about. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. So, so quick, quick shout out. We don't have to talk about this at all, but quick shout out to Poyet at Bordeaux, talking shit to the press. Um, basically, a man- manage- this. What, what ma- management just like sold a player without telling him. And oh, he didn't I did hear out. about this. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So, so I mean, so we don't have to talk about it, but I'm just it goes to your point. Like, yes, they don't have full control. They they don't get to make all the decisions. But um, I'm so glad he he had a lot of balls to voice his opinion. Yes. Just at his press conference is, you know, I loved it. So. All right. Well, um, maybe we should give it like a brief. We do like a proper preview. Um. But um, so we're already talking like big boys. We're back. Soccer, soccer's back. 
Oh, yeah. Because Europeans need to bang with Dutch. No. We're talking about British yeah. and all that. No, we're true Brits. Yeah. I swear. <laughs> I swear, me mum. Yeah. We're true. Um, We did put a thing on, like, Facebook and Instagram. Follow that. Like, hit us with those likes and shit. Um, but, yeah, we did put a stuff on... Uh, we did some preview stuff on, on Facebook and, uh, and Instagram. Uh, we both picked... Um, you both picked Liverpool. Me and you picked Liverpool. I think you put your dumb... Ass team in the top three for some reason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, everybody knows blue is the dumbest color. Everyone mm. knows. It's like the worst color. Oh, okay. Like, That's how like, many teams have, like, red? <laughs> well, actually, blue is actually my favorite color. <laughs> oh, um, okay. But, um, yeah. Um, but uh, I don't want to talk about the top four. Everyone pretty much has the same top four. I was the only one who picked, like, Tottenham to be in the. I picked them to be third, I think. Be third. Yeah, I know people like. I don't think them not signing anyone is as big of a deal as people say. Like, it would have been better if they signed someone, but I don't, they already had a really good team. You know, I think they had a good enough team to, to be in the top four. <laughs> you know what? I can't get oh, over their stadium situation is a fucking mess. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. You know, obviously, like I laugh, but I feel bad at the same time. Like, you know, what? I'm not. I'm not like one of those people. I actually hate that. I like talking. I like. Yeah. Smack about them, but you know, and it's all it's all a video. I guess one of the construction people like took a video and like was. Um, I guess the guy was an Arsenal fan. He took a video and it's like just showing like the stadium. It doesn't look anywhere close to done. And then the guys are like, "No fucking way! It's gonna be done in like two weeks. They're gonna have a game here in a month." Yeah, he he literally talked like that. It was like it was so. Yeah, their stadium is a mess. I, they're supposed to host the NFL games there from now on. So yeah. I don't know what they're going to do with that. I don't know if they're going to even be done for that. So um, Probably they're, playing, they're still going to play at Wembley for a while. I think they might not even... Are they supposed to be done before Christmas? I have no idea. Well, anyway, I didn't even really want to talk about this. We're going off on a tangent. Um, but um, the thing I actually want to talk about is like... So the Premier League is kind of shaping up the way I thought it was in terms of like the top teams. Um I thought Arsenal was probably going to struggle a little bit. I thought they would have at least got a point out of these two games. Unfortunately, they didn't. But, you know, the top, the good teams are playing, like, the good teams. Although, not Manchester United, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, 3-2. Yeah. To Brighton. Brighton. Yeah, and it's third year, Mourinho is in full effect. Yeah. He is losing his goddamn mind. (laughs) 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 He's complaining that... He needs more players, even though he's not developing the players they already bought him. He's like, he's basically like the spoiled child who didn't get like the yeah. pony for Christmas at this point. You know, one th- one thing is like, you know what? I don't hate him like you, but I will say one thing he dropped the ball on. He like literally, for whatever reason, he decided to trash Pogba mm-hmm. for in like three or four interviews in a row. And then finally, he's like, I couldn't be happier with him after the first one. Yeah, because they told him like, uh, they would Manchester United would be stupid. Well, would be stupid to give it to Pogba over Mourinho, especially because uh, the Don wants the job. Yeah. Yeah. So he, I think he knows the writing's on the wall. You need to, y'all need to hash it out. Y'all need to go. You need to go in a room and talk and mm-hmm. talk it out because you know we're not choosing you over Pogba. Yeah. Just won right. The World Cup had like <laughs> it could have been won the Golden Ball. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. You know, um. But yeah, they're they're a bit of a mess. We'll see because it's only been two games. Like everything is. But what I wanted to say was, um, so there's been three teams in particular that people said they were going to be good because they spend a lot of money. Um, 
Fulham, um, Wolves, and um, and West Ham. Uh, these te- they were supposed to be like the surprise team that could maybe even compete for Europe, not necessarily the Champions League, but like the right. Europa League, which for those of you who don't know is like the secondary. It's like basically the NIT tournament for soccer. Uh, if you follow college basketball, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, because um, Burnley was kind of that surprise. There's always like a, a surprise team. Burnley was kind of that surprise team. They finished seventh there in the Europa League, which might actually be bad for them because they're playing more games mm-hmm. now. Um, but yeah, the, the teams that are supposed to be like the sexy picks really haven't looked that good. No. Um, you know, and, and, and to your credit, they must have spent a lot of money. Like, it's only been two games, but the only team out of all those three who even have one point out of two games is Wolves. Right. I think, was that, again, that was our first game, right, against Everton? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, people said Everton was supposed to be pretty good, too, this year. There's those other second Well. Game. Like, the, the hipster pick. I feel bad for Everton. <laughs> like, they're just always this team that are, like, always capable. They have, like... They have this um, expectation. It just doesn't happen. That I mean, even if they have amazing players on their team, it just doesn't happen. Well, I mean, I think the the thing we have to think about with these kind of teams, like Wolves and um, and like Fulham, who spend all this money and did really good business, is like you are spending a lot of money. You're spending Fulham money. You're not spending Man City money. No. You're not spending Liverpool money. Like no. the the gap between what these teams are spending. Are, it's just it's crazy. like they're spending probably more than they've ever spent before in the history of like their team like probably all, arguably like combined yeah and not even close to what like teams like you know Man, Man City and Liverpool spent this offseason man you know it's just it's just crazy you know ever since like granted there's been crazy transfers before but you know it's like for like the best players ever mm-hmm. now i'm not saying virgil van dyke for instance he's been great mm-hmm. actually he's had an amazing record way worth the money for liverpool but that's like sort of opened the the floodgates it's like 75 million for virgil van dyke mm-hmm. he was like technically not tested at a high level yet. right well, he, he, he stepped up yeah. and he's doing great but that just opened the floodgates. It's like, okay, all these untested guys, I guess they're worth $60 million, well, $70 I mean, million. it's just that's – it's like basketball now where it's like, um, you know, the guy – the six man is making like $100 million, like crazy amounts of money. And that's just what the market Yeah, is. it's just becoming like late stage capitalism. Yeah, if you're just – Apparently this is the communist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the um, communist part. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was like if you're just like a good, if you're just a good player, like a decent player, you can make a hundred million in the NBA now. It's like crazy. This is like the way the market is. Same thing with like quarterbacks in the NFL, where it's like you do decent. Joe Flacco got a hundred million dollar contract. Yeah, you do. I mean, his body. I mean, See, at least like, he has a ring. This is why we need Brian here. He would get my. Yeah, yeah, Andy Dalton got him. This is another rant for another day. We can move on. Um. Uh, so, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, yeah stop it's, me. it's just the 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 amount of money now. Ryan Tannehill. All right, I'm done. I mean, you, <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead. Um. So, yeah, it's I, there's a new expectation, and it's just really unfair. I think in the you know, like as the years go by, it's gonna get worse until there's like some kind of proactive kind of policy. Well, I mean, to be fair. With all these, especially like the NBA comparison, they're making enough money. Well, it's like it's different in soccer because you don't have like a salary cap or you don't have like the collective bargaining like in American sports. 
But the Premier League is bringing enough money that they can spend this money, and they're not spending money they don't have. So I don't think it'll. I don't until that happens. I don't think they're going to change the rules. Yeah, well, that's unfortunate. I mean, you know, it's just unfair to lower. You, you, just yeah, you're teams. you're gonna you're gonna get to the point where you're gonna, it's, it's just uh, Man City's basically gonna be Barcelona. You know, you know. Oh, oh, okay. Iron to Union. be fair, let let let's tote the JD uh, the line. Okay, some people are like, oh, it's like you know. Say you're a Premier League fanboy, and you're like, "Oh, La Liga! All they have is Barcelona and Madrid." Mm-hmm. You know, like like he says. Apparently, some people say, and "It's like, well, I mean, you give it five or six years, okay, and you have these crazy amount, these crazy expenditures from like I don't know." So you're like, "Oh yeah, you guys just have Man City and Liverpool." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, it. I mean, honestly, even though like you know, Chelsea's doing well for instance but we were really close to being like gutted on many levels like like William is a big loss Hazard's a big loss we ate Courtois Courtois refused to play it's okay he did the he did the same thing before at Atletico he he just kind of refuses to play mm-hmm. and then they have they basically have to sell him yeah so you didn't really get the value you should have got for him you get what 35 million that's not 35 yeah yeah because they didn't plan to sell they, they didn't want to sell him they they were forced to. It was just like a really bad. Um, yeah, 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 he basically he he threw a tantrum. Yeah, basically. yeah, he did. Um, but uh, you know, I'm just saying, like, even on our level, it's like you know, our um, I I don't know what you have to say. Like, you know, Arsenal they've gotten some good players and stuff, but I mean, it's like it's starting to get like really the disparity. Between like well, what we could be, we could we have the money or we have the value to spend like Man City, but we are owned by Stan Kroenke, and he's like, "Oh, you're it's profitable, so that's uh, fine. You don't have to spend money." On oh, that. is that the guy who's like gonna buy all the shares of the? Company? Yeah, he's planning to. And um, would you be you not be happy? No, I mean. You can even look. He owns like ten different teams. Like I guess the Rams are good now, but he owns like the Nuggets and stuff. It's like they're not none of the teams he owns are good. So he's like at least with like Ted Leonsis, like the, the Wizards. I mean they made the playoffs, but they're not like going to compete for a championship. But at least like he really cares about the Capitals. You know he really invested in that and wanted them to win a ring, and they finally did. Yeah. But like Dick Rocky, I don't think he cares if any of his teams win anything he just wants to make he, he he's literally he's being an owner who's trying to be a businessman like yeah. this thing is like oh, yeah. he's investing in it like the thing is when people say when you own a sports team you're not doing it to make money because you just, it's just not a money making adventure but he is he just wants to get it profitable and not worried about really worried about the results so um yeah I don't like Stan Kroenke anyway um let's bring it back to America we live in America um, yes, we do. Yes. Um, uh, last week, uh, unfortunately, Brian isn't here, but um, me, Brian, my girlfriend, and um, her room, all ex-roommate, although Chelsea's my friend. Well, she's my, my friend Chelsea, I'll say. Oh, you have a friend named Chelsea. <laughs> you don't automatically unfriend them. No, no, no. I mean, it's like, I don't want to, like, it's her friend, even though, like, I met her Yeah, yeah, her, right, my girlfriend. Right. But, um, but, yeah, um, yeah, um. Sorry. Uh, yeah, we went to uh, see the DC United versus uh, Orlando City game. First game at the new stadium. Um, we saw the tackle as like the media. We were there for it live. We were actually sitting 
goal at the goal behind the goal um, where the big screen is. So we're behind the goal where it happened. Um, it's very nice. It's a very nice stadium. Uh, I think uh, Jason Davis. I don't know if you're, you know who he is. He like he was like podcast. He was like a serious FM show. But anyway, on Twitter, he was at the game and he was like, "Well, he kind of summed it up like, the Alley Field is very nice. It's not anything special. It's just a very nice stadium where you can watch a soccer game. There's nothing special to it. It's just a nice place to watch. It's like the off the field amenities aren't really there yet. I'm sure they'll bring them, but." It just seems like they put it up. It's nice. Uh, the sight lines are great. Like, it's a very steep, which is dangerous, probably dangerous if you're drinking, but it makes it so you can see everything very well. Um, yeah, it's a very nice stadium. Um, I won't go too much deep into the game because, like, they've had, um, like, two games after that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but, yeah, I think we – I think feel like we witnessed, like, a moment of change in, in D.C. United um, – for those of you who are not MLS scholars, maybe you guys are Euro snobs. Um, DC United has been bad for at least like last couple of years. I think like two years ago they made the play. I'm not exactly sure. It feels like they suck every year. Yeah. But, um, but uh, yeah, they have they were last in the Eastern Conference. They were last in the Eastern Conference entering the game against Orlando City, um, and they're now uh, I think seventh. Uh, do you want to check? Yeah, sure, but I think I think you're right. I, I was. I think they're seventh, right outside of a playoff spot, and they got nine points in in ten days, which is crazy considering um, what they've uh, were how terrible they were. They were like awful, um, and you know I think I I do think there's a thing about um, there's a thing about Wayne Rooney's presence. You know when you watch him play live, you're just like kind of sitting there like. Do something, mm-hmm. but there's something about like what he does put in the work. Obviously, he made that great tackle um, to, to, in that great pass to Lucio Costa. Also, we stand, I stand, we all stand. Lucio Costa, we're obviously uh, mm-hmm. this is the Lucio Costa stand podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there's something about having that veteran presence that I I didn't understand as a DC United fan because you know the big kind of t- players who are coming to America, maybe they're a little bit washed up, coming to MLS are usually going, going to New York, LA, like big city. I know Kaka was in Orlando, but, you know, it's, it, I kind of get it in a way he's, him and Acosta, it seems like he's really put him under his wing. It's really nice to see. Um, so hopefully, um, you know, this continues. Um, we most, because of the, the, the construction, most of our, most of DC United's games are at home. Um, they've won. They've only lost one game at Audi Field. That was against the Red Bulls, unfortunately. Um, I know the next game they play is the Red Bulls in New Jersey. In case you're googling that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, I guess I'll get back to the stadium. In terms of the um, stadium, um, food's alright. Uh, I didn't try the like. Argentine food that they had there. I tried. I got like basic food. I tried to get like nachos, but they ran out of chips, so I just ended up getting chicken tenders. And but I, I missed like it's like fifteen minutes of the first half waiting in line. Um, yeah. There's like only one place to get chicken tenders in the whole stadium, or at least where the side I was on. Yeah. But um, can I can I talk, so yeah, well, what, one quick thing about Wayne Rooney? It's like. You know, sometimes, in my opinion, uh, uh, we were talking earlier. Um, in my opinion, an even better player, Steven Gerrard, came over to MLS. 
and he actually was kind of a dud. Do you think so, like overall is better than Wayne Rooney? Yes. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. We were all I, Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, to each his own. Okay. Um. But that being said, you know, there's uh, there is no guarantee that you are gonna have any success like as a vet. You know, okay. Regardless of who's better, he should have been fully capable of like making a big impact. Oh yeah, but, for sure. I mean, he's um, a legend. But yeah, it just it just didn't happen. And uh, so it's good to see, like, you know, Wayne Rooney. There was no guarantee he was going to come. You know, we were all a little skeptical. Just like, okay, like, we'll see what happens. But you know, he he did that wonderful tackle. I just saw him uh, make a really great free kick. Uh, he's just doing. Um, I don't know. He's, he's he's doing well, and I I think yeah, it's it's invigorating support. I see like uh, every now and then, like on Facebook, I see like someone like share it, like wow, Wayne Rooney's world class, and obviously not like soccer people, and like hey, that's great. Yeah, you it's know? great. It just seems that's like it's I, you know it's creating a little bit of a buzz. Uh, this this kind of streak that we've been on, that we um, and you know having Wayne Rooney having such a big star here, it's creating a buzz for the team and the new with the new stadium and everything. You know, I went. I don't. They, maybe they had a, as soon as he got here, but I went to like Models to get something, and you know, in the window they got the like the Wayne Rooney shirt, like DC United shirt. So mm-hmm. it's created kind of a buzz in like the area. So you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I, I wasn't necessarily didn't think Wayne Rooney was gonna be bad. I just didn't know how much of an effect he would have on the team, and I can't necessarily say it's all him. But you know, I do think he has had a very positive impact on the team, even if he's not necessarily like, even. To, you have to think about it like if you're you're an MLS, you're like an average MLS player, you're good, but you 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 get to train even you know say Wayne Rooney retiremently washed up whatever. I don't think he's necessarily. I think he was okay with Everton last year, and they wanted to keep him. But anyway, um, say you you get to train with someone like Slatan Ibrahimovic or or Wayne Rooney or David Villa, who apparently is going to leave New York City uh, this year. Um, breaking news. Yeah. Um, um, but you you get to train with somebody like that, somebody who's won everything that you can win in soccer, like on the big level, won Champions League, won the Premier League, all this stuff, and that has an enormous impact on the way that you train. Like I gotta imagine, like you're gonna show out if you play if you're training with Wayne Rooney. You wanna you wanna impress Wayne Rooney. Mm-hmm. You might not wanna impress Paul Ariola, but you wanna impress mm-hmm. Wayne Rooney. Um. But yeah, those are our thoughts. Um, we're definitely going to check out some more games there, Greg. we got to get you finally in the stadium. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, one last thing I'll say. Uh, I think it's good that we didn't go to the um, opener because, you know, they had some weird uh, rules. They, they're all electronic, and they're also, like, they have this, like, clear bag policy. Um, so I had to, like, basically, like, okay, like, I had to tell my girlfriend, like, hey, uh, you gotta get you can't you can't bring your bag. We got like a clear person from Target. Like they had like the last one, but it's like uh, yeah, let's hash this out now. So and they had some problems like a beam. I think we talked about it on the pod like a beam fell on like a reporter and the things, but didn't have any problems. It was really nice. Um, it was uh, you know it wasn't uh, another thing. I'll, this is the last thing I'll say. Um, the atmosphere is better too in the sense of we were sitting right next to the supporter section and. Even though it wasn't sold out because of the rain, also Nazi Fest was happening at the same time. Although it didn't really happen, um, right? Right. Because they just went home. But uh, you know, it wasn't sold out by, the, by at least they sent fifteen thousand people there, but it wasn't. You 
those tickets sold. It's not necessarily it was in the building. But anyway, you know, even, you know, but 13,000 people in a 20,000 seat stadium is a lot better than 13,000 people, 13, people in a 45,000 seat stadium. Yes. And you, it just, it sounds better. And plus, they, they've got, you know, there's things with the supporter section with the District Ultras and the um, Bar Bravo where they were kind of banned from the supporter section. And now they're together. And it, it was fun. And like, it was awesome. And then when uh, Acosta scored his. Um, game-winning goal. Also, Wayne Rooney kicked it to the shortest person <laughs> on the field. They label... They didn't give him... I don't even know if they're being nice. They label Lucho Acosta as... It's not, Lucho Acosta. I'm sure I'm pronouncing the O. I think I, I keep saying uh. Um, anyway, uh, they label him as 5'3". They couldn't give him an extra inch. Just lie. 5'4". But, yeah... Um, it was it's good experience. We'll get you we'll get you out there. I'm like I'm I like I work for the team. We'll get you yeah, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good, we'll good. get you we'll get you good seats. Um But yeah, uh that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Good stadium. Finally after like twenty years we finally have a stadium. They didn't move to Baltimore, they didn't move to College Park. Yeah. It's in the city. Good. Uh, which good. doesn't really matter to me because I don't live in the city, but you know. Yeah. But both the audience that you should be going after lives in Washington D.C. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, let, let's not let's not forget D.C. That you know, before you know, the Capitals so hyped about that. But before then, the only team that has brought home anything in uh, the most recent one was uh, what 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 year? Two thousand four. Yeah, two thousand four. Yeah, D.C. United. Yeah, so I'm glad I'm glad that they they got the love uh, and the the city spot that they deserve. Yeah, and plus the national suck. Um, you know, I'm a Grace fan, so I was a little biased, but you know they're not play they are not playing well. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> you know, I mean, like baseball. I don't, you, you I don't, don't really care. You don't want to talk about like war and our ERA. We can we can have like a <laughs> no. stat talk. <laughs> no, thank we you. We should probably wrap it up. We're talking about baseball. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about the world of soccer, or you just want to wrap it up? Um, uh, I just, I just want to. Uh, the, the only thing I want to mention really, really fast is uh, our boy Messi, um, looking really hot, looking really good. Yeah. He um, obviously, you know, wasn't comfortable at Argentina and just made it work. At least they got out of the group stage, mm-hmm. but it was just like salvaging like respect. Basically, was that the theme of their their world? I'm Cup. sorry. So your hot take is that Messi is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. That's fire. I'm You're, just saying. David I'm, A. Smith over here. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like. No, no, no. I, I, for for, for I was, all, all, all I was, these I'm all these all you. these goat detractors, yeah. right? I mean, you know, it's it's easy. It's so hard for him to play on the national team that he even tried to quit earlier than he did. They yeah, like begged he, for him to come back. He was being a baby when he did that, though. I mean, yeah, it was emotional, but right. Know. Um, I don't know the pressure you're under. Uh, we don't have to discuss this again. Like, okay, just really fast, thirty seconds. Okay, in the World Cup, uh, the runners up, the second place team, they come home to their their country. Most of the time, there's a big celebration. Like, yeah, we did it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, thank you. Like, blah blah blah. You guys are so great. Argentina went home in 2014. They had nothing because the ex- expectation is so high. They expect so much, and the expectation, even for one of the greatest players in the world, is just so much that it. You know, I understand him being a baby it's because. It's like, you know, they expect him to do just be everything. 
Which really isn't warranted because they haven't won anything since what, like nineteen ninety three? Isn't that the last like major trophy they won? Argentina. Yeah. Isn't that the, isn't that the last thing that they won? They haven't won in a long time. No, no. Won. I mean, lost two Copa Americas in a yeah, row in Chile. You know, I mean, come Chile, on, bring it, Come on, play like you did in nineteen eighty six. Yeah, it's not a different game at all. No. Um. So hey. Yeah. This uh, this podcast officially we're gonna say it. Yeah, Lionel, Lionel Messi is good. He's a yeah, good player. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he's. We we. You know, it's it's a it's not even a worthwhile argument. But in my like biased opinion, I like I'll accept other arguments. Like I'm not that fundamentalist about it. But Messi's the best in my opinion. I and, agree. And uh, I he shows all, it. I think we all agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Some people are in Ronaldo hype. Train. No, I mean, I think all of us who are on the pod. Oh uh, yeah, on the pod, yeah, we we agree. Messi's the best, and he shows it. But I wouldn't. I I really can't argue if you argue Ronaldo. But we don't have to get. Yeah, into that. yeah, no. We're right back. Soccer's. I mean, I guess soccer was. They were still MLS, but you know, European soccer's back. We'll be back. We're gonna figure out the schedule. Uh, we're gonna figure out the schedule with Brian. Apologies to Brian. Um, we're gonna figure out how to get Juan Diego on the podcast. We know we got it because he's gonna hate. He's probably not gonna listen to this because he's like. Uh, England, blah, blah. That's why we pull out. We're gonna get him on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna try to do some MLS stuff. Um, I know. Um, you know, yeah. Well, you you know Gus, yeah. So Gus, um, gonna try to get him on the podcast. Maybe we'll talk some MLS playoffs, especially if DC United in the playoffs. Then we definitely gotta cover MLS. Um, you do. But um, yeah. Uh, we're gonna like I said. I think the mission statement before when we started the podcast was like we're gonna talk about anything that's interesting in soccer. So. We're mostly going to focus, I think, probably mostly going to focus on Premier League, because that's the league that we follow the clo- most closest, but if something's happening in, like, Timbuktu, we'll, uh, we'll cover it, you know, we'll, we're going to talk about whatever, but, uh, we're back, it's good to be back, um, anyway, Greg, I know you're, like, you got an album coming out soon, right? Yes, I do, it, it got a little delayed, um, that being said, I'm still putting stuff out, um, I am, a, uh, a GP Nova on SoundCloud, and I just started an Instagram, which I am gonna start taking seriously. <laughs> um, and oh, my, you uh, gotta see Greg's beautiful face. Greg dot Petro. Um, come add me on Instagram. Go see Greg's thirst traps. Go yeah. see <laughs> thirst traps on Instagram. Yeah. Um, you can follow me. On, I'm on Twitter. I'm not. I'm a social media lo- lurker. But uh, you can follow me on BCBA on Twitter. I should change all my stuff to one thing, but um, BeCruise590 on Instagram. Uh, you can follow all the podcast stuff at um, indirect at indirect pod. That's everything. Um, we're on Apple Apple Podcasts. We're on Google. Hopefully, by the time you listen to this, we'll be on Spotify. But uh, pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts, we're on. So like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Uh, we're out. See ya. Later. Bye. Bye.